you know, the thing is, is, is guys that are starting out and, and gals that are starting out doing, you know, six, seven, ten. Um, you gotta, you, you can't look at me and say, oh, I'm gonna do a hundred. When I was doing twenty, I never seen a hundred and fifty or two hundred a month. I never seen that. I never thought that was possible. Right. But I did know that my next level was possible, and I knew that I had to stay in my lane uh, in order to get there. So you're right. I didn't when I was going to Wendy's, I didn't just walk into a fancy restaurant and say, Hey, here I am, you know, take care of me. No, I stayed in my lane and I knew that I had to, you know, do the work. I had to put myself out there and, you know, I knew one level at a time. So when I did 25, I knew I can get to 30. When I did 30, I knew I can get to 40. Well, I remember hitting 71, uh, one time, the first time I ever hit 70, 71. And I says, man, you know, I, feel like I still had another 10, 15 cars that I could have did. So, you know, I, I changed my process a little bit and I figured out how I can get there. And, and then next thing you know, I'm at 90, you know, and Man, I love this, but it was, I, it was literally one level at a time. I, I yeah. sit back and say, you know, how did I get here? What felt right? What felt wrong? And you know what I was doing at what I'm doing at, you know, 150 cars a month. I wasn't doing at 20 cars a month. You know, process changes, things change. And that's why it's so important to get involved in relationship-based selling and in, in, in what we're doing because things are going to be completely different than when you're doing transactional sales. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's a, there is a harsh beginning, a harsh middle, and a harsh end to a transactional sale. Like, I don't remember... Right. I don't remember the the last person I that checked me out at Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I rolled in, I got what I wanted, I rolled out, they asked me if I wanted to donate to the food bank. I said, sure. Right. That was it. Out right. I went. Yeah. Uh we, but, we, we certainly complicated things, haven't we? Yeah, I think what what a basic fundamental human like it's it's the golden rule. It comes down to that. That's why it's called the golden rule. Do do to others that you want to have done to you. So if you want to be respected, respect others. If you want to be served, serve others. If you want your circle to to have an impact on you, have an impact on your circle. Like it's it it, it it really just is that that simple. Not to oversimplify okay, it is yeah, simple. but the no, development. Right. Yeah. Agreed. But but you know, now that I, I feel like hopefully we've sufficiently touched on the foundation of why this works and how you've built up to this point i'm hoping those listening don't go okay well i am at 20 cars a month and i'm going to go to 100 by by next year without doing anything different i love what you were talking about just this constant briefing and debriefing of your performance and what you did and what went well i recently interviewed if you can believe this an automotive podcast i recently interviewed an f-35 fighter pilot Oh my God. <laughs> because I felt like, man, it would be so cool to have somebody like that who can retain information, can execute with efficiency, with like just all these sorts of things. And one of the things that struck me about him, which ties into what you just said about, uh, you know, I guess reviewing your performance and the, the previous month against the next month and these sorts of things is an hour. Basically, if they're in the air for an hour and 15 minute flight, they did a three hour briefing the day before covering everything, every contingency they could think of. Right. When they land, 
they have a two to six hour debrief of everything that happened during the flight. Wow. And it, and it struck me when you just said this, because I'm like, ah, there's a massive differentiator here. Yes. Build relationships. Yes. Golden rule. But when it gets down into the, when, when we get down into the weeds, what I believe one of the things that differentiates you beyond the relationship is that you are tactical. You are going in and you're, I mean, at least this is the sense I'm picking up. I, I don't right. see you as somebody that's just cracking 76 Red Bulls a day being like, how come nobody's ever, right. you know, <laughs> but like you're, 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 you're sitting there and you're going, okay, I did 150 next month. Here's what I got to do to get to X. Here's how it's going to happen. Here's the contingency. You know, like if it's the 10th of the month and this hasn't happened, then I got to do this. If it, you know, that's the sense I'm really picking up with yeah, you. And I think that's a big differentiator for, for why people aren't getting to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. You hit it right on head. Um, you know, first thing like process. So, you know, for me, I couldn't fix or move forward my process if I don't know what my process is. So, like you mm -hmm. say, you know, if you're just, you know, drinking Red Bulls and trying to stay awake the whole day, you know, which I don't take any energy drinks um, because those are just up and down. I mean, that's going to give you a boost, but then you crash lower yeah. than where you started. People don't right. realize that. So then you have to crack another one. Um, so, you know, that should just. Next thing you have kidney failure. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay out of that. I mean, you got to stay away from that. So, you know, you got to write down your process. So for everybody on here, I mean, if you want one exercise that you can take from here, from, from this right now is you literally have to write down everything that you do throughout a day, every 15 minutes. Okay. And that means I went to lunch. I walked in the parking lot. I pulled a car around. I went to service. I mean, literally this is something for yourself. You're not going to share it with anybody. So be truthful to yourself, write down everything you've done in the past 15 minutes, and then go back and read that your entire day. And you are going to find so many holes and gaps that you say, wow, I wasted time talking about the game. I wasted time, you know, walking around doing nothing. I, you know, you're going to find so many holes so you cannot fix your process or your faults if you don't know what they are. Uh, for yeah. me, when I was at, you know, 30 or 40, I had to write down my process so I knew what I can do. Then when I got to 50 and 60, I'd write down my process and I'd eliminate certain things that weren't important anymore. Um, and people, you know, for them to realize, to understand how you can sell, you know, two, last December, I sold 202 cars in December of 18. Wow. I, and, and I work five days a week. So in, in 50 hours a week. So it's not like, you know, I'm working. And, and matter of fact, there was Christmas, there was New Year's. Uh, we had a couple of snowstorms. I mean, literally, I think I worked 18 days. Wow. But I know my process. I know what, how things move fast. Um, I don't rush anything, but it's very efficient. Selling you, a relationship you, versus a transactional is where yeah. it's what, what's key in selling that many vehicles. Um, so, you know, we could touch on that a little bit, but that's, you know, because I know my process. I know test drives to me are not important anymore. Um, although they're very important in our industry, but at some point you can move away from certain things like that. And if I'm making, if my closing ratio is 85, 90%, because that's how high it is in relationship based. And I'm making 80 to 90% of those decisions myself. That's how things move so fast. 
So, so what do you mean by that? Like, they, are you a touch point professional? Like that you're not passing people off. You take them through the whole process. I, I, well, I take them. So I, so, so my process is I do everything. I do finance. I do everything. I don't pass them on. I do desk. I do everything myself. Um, I do have two assistants that, that are administration. They, they do all the paperwork. Uh, but I talk to every single person I sell. So for me, uh, you know, I'm solving a problem. So I, I can solve a problem. And because of the trust and because of, you know, the relationship that I built with this client in front of me, we together solve the problem. And it only takes 10 or 15 minutes to solve an issue. Somebody's automotive issue. It doesn't take hours. Uh, right. But because I'm because of the the what I meant by I'm making 80% of the decisions because they trust me, I can ultimately make the decision for them. Um, you know, because I look yeah. at myself as an advisor, right? Not yeah. as a salesperson. I'm not selling them on anything. I'm solving a problem. And they trust me enough to say, okay, if that's what you recommend, that's what we'll do. My, you know, they're making a decision on maybe what color they want. And that's sure. pretty much it, you know? So it's, that's how things move so fast. Yeah, I love this because I see that in my own life. A lot of people go, "Man, how how do you how do you have business coming to you?" And it's like, "Bro, I spent the last fifteen years yeah. building a foundation uh, on my thesis of build relationships of trust." So you're seeing the today of people coming and being like, "We must work with you," right. and, and and I think you know that's exactly what I'm picking up from you. And the difference is, I don't sell anything. Yeah, you know when. When rookie salespeople watch me, when when I'm onboarding new people on my team and they watch me conduct a quote unquote sales call, they're like, holy crap, this dude, this dude knows how to weave. And and it's like, but I'm not selling anything. No, they come naturally. A question. They came to me with wanting to know my my advice, my counsel. And then they then all I've done is empowered them to just pick up the pen and, and ink the deal. And so, you know, I love what you're saying about this 80, 90% closing rate because I've experienced that myself enough to add testimony to what you're saying that it's completely true. Yeah. And that's how, and that's how, that's where you want to get to, you know, when you, when, when we start adapting this advisor role and, and you said it earlier, when you're looking out for their best interest, uh, and I mean all the time, not sometimes, not like, oh, you know, uh, this time I can try to make extra money and this time I can't. I mean, all the time. Looking out for their best interest. Things are going to move a lot faster. People are going to see that that genuine side. They're going to feel that you're, you're taking care of them. And, and ultimately, you're going to have people armed with an amazing experience with something that they're going to share with everybody that they know, with their inner circle. So having somebody, you know, out there telling a story about their experience is the best best compliment that you can give from somebody because naturally that person they're telling the story to they're going to want to come and see you as well